Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, and welcome to Burnt Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in a unique fantasy world, where four heroes of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity race against time to prevent a war. I am Jenna Stieber, and I play Astra Blep, a fae-addled half-elf oracle who is exactly who she says she is, and I'm joined by... I'm Andrew Hansen, playing Johnny Brightchild. I'm a hot and sunny Ifrit resort spa paladin eager to help and flex. I'm Caitlin Stadahar, playing Patty Hertz, a ratfolk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and cheese. I'm Paul Lukemeyer, playing Zelf, an elven battle chef carving a name for himself in the high-stakes world of magical cooking. And we are, of course, led today and for the rest of all time by our illustrious DM and world builder, Justin Green. Justin, how you doing today? I'm doing fine. <laughs> Oh, great. That sounded more upbeat than some of your other fun. That is a win. I know. So, you guys have split up the party. Yeah. Yay, good job. We did it. Just be aware of metagaming. I'm going to be kind of a stickler about it, but that's just don't act off of information that your characters wouldn't have any knowledge of. I promise I won't be too mean to anybody. Zelf, what do you want to do? This seems like a good time to leave. I would say past time. I mean, he's not wrong. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> but, especially since I'm still holding the curtain-covered golden bird cage. <laughs> Save the yellow flute. Last time we talked about using the buddy system, so Zelf is going to hang out with Johnny, assume the others can take care of themselves. Can I make some kind of check to see what happened with this gnome? Did he secretly, like have a magic field that kept him from getting hit by the sword this seems a little suspicious oh he got hit he got knocked around hard he's got a huge head wound that's, that's oh, bleeding he's like on the ground like he just is a masochist and a monster is he still conscious is that all you've got he's still conscious yeah that's impressive i'd be down oh no i'd be at one hit point okay so can I tell what's happening outside? Do we know that we're surrounded by Thieves Guild agents? You do not, sir. Don't think you do. Okay, then Self is going to secure the escape route. He's going to move toward the side door and open it up and look outside. Is it chaos out there or do they look like they have a clear escape route? From your position, you can see one of the Thieves Guild thugs that's blocked one of the alleys back towards the entrance of the black market. It doesn't seem to be charging or preparing to attack. It's just like holding steady in case someone tries to leave that way. Somebody like you, Zelf. Mm -hmm. 
does Elf remember the layout of the Undercity well enough to be able to get out by himself, or would he need to find Patty first? I would let you make a survival check or a geography check to get out on your own. Are you good at either of those things? Uh, I'm going to say I'm decent, so I'll take that chance. Elf is going to yell, <laughs> Johnny, come on. Are you ditching us? I'm going to cast a spell on myself <laughs> called Line Breaker. It lasts for four minutes. It gives me a 20-foot bonus to my base speed when I'm charging. This all sounds like a whole lot of leaving us behind is what this sounds like. Yeah, it certainly <laughs> fucking does, Caitlin. <laughs> Says the people who ran away. <laughs> Zelf is just trying to keep up with Johnny, all right? I left in the name of the mission, which was to get the meteorite. <laughs> I don't have to justify my actions, all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So the turn order starts over. The first person in the order is one of the Thieves Guild thugs, but like the other one, this is the one closest to you, Astra. He is not going to move at you, do anything. He's just blocking your way. Hmm. So, Patty, you visually clocked five other guild agents other than the Catwoman. One thug in front of you, one behind you, both blocking alleys leading back towards where you first entered the black market. To the south... There are two more thugs and a rather imposing-looking Ifrit blocking your way back into the main plaza where the exotic animal dealer and so forth were. Also, being familiar with the Thieves' Guild practices, you know there are usually snipers tucked out of sight and there's like <laughs> thin slots Lord. in the walls for firing arrows out of unnoticed. <laughs> we're going to die. So while you can see six people, there could be more. <laughs> and though they're clearly working with the guild thugs, neither the Black Cat rogue or the ifrit wear anything that you would normally associate with the thieves guild the ifrit wears black pants and a black face mask like a ninja but Whoa. he's shirtless <laughs> and he has these red tribal tattoos all over his chest and arms super cool and just so everybody is Whoa. clear that's the same race that johnny is yeah yeah i was trying not to come to conclusions <laughs> the catfolk rogue she has black fur and long black hair ponytail you notice also patty that she's wearing the same cute top as you <gasps> but instead of pink it's red and i don't know how to tell you this caitlin but she's paired it with pants <gasps> is she like insulting you i feel insulted johnny it is back to you sir and i feel like no, i'm just gonna keep going <laughs> i'm gonna attack him again can you still smite evil or is that just like a one-shot thing oh yeah and i'm still smiting evil Ooh, fantastic i rolled a 25 to hit jesus that definitely Crazy. hits and i deal 24 damage and <sighs> i will howl like a fire burning up kindling wood yield foul creature <laughs> <laughs> so it's the black cat's turn Patty and Astra, you both felt this strange sensation as if your luck had run out. And then strangely, <laughs> your normally very secure sword fell free, and she was able to pick it up. She turns to you, Patty Hertz, and says, No one here wants any trouble, Patty. We're just here to escort you to a very important appointment is all. Cooperate, and nothing unfortunate needs to happen to your friend here. She kind of motions over to Astra. We're actually just roommates. <laughs> Friend is stretching it a little bit. <laughs> I don't think we're really quite there yet. Tudgrak, the teen gnome, he decides to cut his losses. And you see him start to 
pull all of the gold that he possibly can into like his shirt and like prepare to like run for it with the money. That's a good call. He should run for sure. <laughs> Snipperit. Behind you guys is a red curtain and he pushes it open and he runs behind it. Does he provoke when he runs away from me? He definitely will. I don't even know if I should bother rolling for it. <laughs> yeah, just take an attack Sweet. of opportunity. All right, I'm going to do it. Uh, I rolled a 19 to hit. Snipper starts to run through that curtain. You swing your sword and you do strike him across the back with it as he goes. Uh, slices through his little robe. Suddenly you see Tugrak fall forward and... A slice goes across his back in the exact same spot oh. where it had hit Snipperit. Oh, no. <laughs> and he kind of, like, hits the table a little bit. He's not dead, but he cries out in pain. The coins start to fall all over. What? I don't know if Johnny's smart enough to make that connection. <laughs> <laughs> but Andrew was intrigued. <laughs> yeah. Astro, what would you like to do? The first thing I want to do is conceal the meteorite on my body such that <laughs> it is not findable. I get the impression that these black market folks don't care about the meteorite and I would like to keep it that way. And as such, I'm going to try to, I think, I guess it'd be like a sleight of hand check to see if I can't just conceal this on my person. Yeah, that works for me. Okay, that's not bad. That's a 16. I think that you're good. I will roll for... That looks like it's less than what I got. <laughs> 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 All right, yeah, you have successfully tucked the meteorite away. Excellent. Then I want to make prolonged eye contact with Patty because this seems like it's Patty's fault and Patty's <laughs> problem and therefore Patty's <laughs> responsibility. Yeah, Astra can't really run without her sword and this lady does have her sword, but Astra doesn't know if she should provide support or if she should be attacking or what. So she's going to imbue all of that with a pointed look at Patty. And I think that is just like a really exaggerated frown and then waggle of eyebrows <laughs> just keep waggling until i get a response perfect and then i'm, I'm gonna hold any additional actions till i see what patty does do you want to ready something in particular uh, i would like to ready everybody's favorite spell that i've only used once <laughs> obscuring mist <laughs> oh, oh, oh. i want to ready that in case patty decides to attack or uh, if we decide to flee. Patty, what do you want to do? So this bitch is a cat. <laughs> and I'm a rat. So that's one thing. Second of all, <laughs> she's wearing the same shirt as me. And it's not cool. Mm -hmm. So I would like to throw a beer at her. <laughs> <laughs> because what do you do when you show up somewhere and some bitch is wearing the same outfit as you? <laughs> throw a drink on her. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Now she has to change. Yeah. I don't know why I thought you'd do anything different. I... Oh, God. It's amazing. I have thrown uh, my beer and I have rolled a 19. Incredible. So with this, it's technically a, a dirty trick, Caitlin. So you get to impart a condition on her if you're successful. You can blind... Her, you can make her shaken, like frightened, or you can sicken her. So it lasts one round guaranteed if you hit. If you exceed her defenses by a certain amount, every five you exceed it, it'll last one round longer. 
I would like to frighten her. Okay. So you want to make her, her shaken. I am intimidating when I throw drinks on people. Cats hate bats. <laughs> what an incredible use of this. Yeah, you completely catch her off guard. She recoils backwards when the beer hits her. She hisses at you, looking down at her beautiful top, which you've ruined, just covered in beer. Hell yeah. And she's shaken. So that is your standard action, Caitlin. You can still move if you would like to, but if you move more than five feet, she does get an attack of opportunity on, on you, but she is also uh, has some penalties now too. Minus two penalty on attack rolls, saving throws, skill checks, and ability checks. She's also sticky now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an official Pathfinder condition, but I think we all know that it's true and it's unpleasant. Well, you know... I was real confident about throwing that beer, but I'm not as confident about being able to escape anywhere with all these henchmen around. Um, so I think I'm going to just hang tight and see what happens. <laughs> just, okay. just stare her down. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Am I able to drop my obscuring mist? If you want to, yeah. Yeah, I do, because Astro is going to misread that action as an attack and thinks it's go time <laughs> and doesn't at all read Patty. <laughs> Taking that as part of like an emotional escalation, she thinks it's a full-ass attack. And so she is immediately dropping obscuring mist, which is 20-foot range, 20 feet high. It's going to last for four minutes, and it provides concealment. So it obscures all light, including dark vision, and it makes uh, everybody harder to hit. Cool. Zelf, what do you want to do, sir? Uh, it doesn't look like Johnny's calming down, so Zelf wants to go into the room. He's going to check on this guy, Tudrick, see if he's dead or not, and he's going to say to Johnny, I think we'd better be at a hasty retreat instead of chasing after that fellow, especially if he keeps doing this with whatever magic he's got. What? Is it magic? Well, I... <laughs> Zelf doesn't even know how to explain. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Did you hit him? Would Zelf be able to know what kind of magic that was? Can I make like a arcana check or something like that? Uh, sure. You could make like a spellcraft check. I got a total of 20 on that roll. While you can't specifically identify the spell at this point, you are smart enough to figure out that while the first two hits Johnny made against Snipperit did nothing, it only happened after he picked up that money. Uh, and knowing that he is a, a cursed dealer and he's <laughs> willingly giving this random teen dwarf a bag full of 40,000 gold. Cursed gold? <laughs> Holy shit! I love oh, it. this guy! I love it. Yeah, that rules. It seems like it's too much to explain for the moment. So Self just nods and says, it's right, Johnny. He cast a spell on you, or on him, uh. or on himself, and he's gotten away. And now we have to get away. <laughs> All right, no, you're right. I lost my cool. I'm sorry. And I'll lay on hands. The dwarf. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. And I'll be like, dude, everything here is bad news. I highly recommend you don't take it, because there's no telling what could happen to you. Like, I literally saw a man have a necklace that was like, <laughs> it like, came alive, and it like choked him, and like, Johnny will vividly reenact the uh, <laughs> earlier scene. And so like, that's why like, you seriously should not take anything there, like, because... I think it'll end up badly for you. Anyway, and then he'll use lay on hands on him. He's been convinced not to pursue Snipper. 
Do I have enough move left to check the other door and see if there are other agents posted outside? He wants to see if there's a clear way out. Yes. So when you step outside those Zelf, now everything other than the one guy right next to you is <laughs> covered in the obscuring <laughs> mist. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so you can move if you'd like. Well, Zelf doesn't want to get too far ahead of Johnny. So he's going to position himself so that once Johnny's ready, then he will lead the way to probably above ground at this point. Cool. And he assumes that they're going to meet back up with the rest of the party at the church or some other safe house. So, Johnny, do you want to actually roll for your lay on hands to see how much you heal this dude? Yeah, sure. Forgot. So the I amount of damage that. he did to this guy was less because he's not evil, probably. But it's still a lot, right? It was not nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Let us say that. For damage. For health? Yeah, cool. for health. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Johnny has to remind himself. <laughs> Negative four damage. <laughs> He's just slapping him. Wake up. Wake up. Johnny, we're not smashing anymore. Jeez. If I hit him with the other side of my sword in the other direction, he'll get healed. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'll do it again. Cool. For five more. And I'll be like, now, would you help me set this shop on fire? <laughs> <laughs> Patty, the cat is going to attempt to attack you with the sword that she took from Astra. Oh, boy. Here we go. Not wrong. Here we go. Throwing down. But she doesn't strike you with the rapier. As it swings to hit you, it instead lodges in your shadow, Patty. Oh, no. You're stuck. Pinned to your shadow by the sword into the wall. And even the catfolk woman looks shocked. Like, she meant to just run (laughs) you through with it. But instead, she's even more shaken than she was before. And frightened, she drops the sword entirely. Hell yeah. Excellent. And it clatters onto the ground in the mist. Uh, And as your shadow is freed, you feel like... It was almost as if a part of you was being ripped out, Patty. Oh my god! Uh, Astra's panicked because <laughs> she knows what's happening and she's <laughs> worried really bad about Patty. Patty, that's probably nothing yeah, permanent. In, in my fine. notes, Jeez. I'm writing spooky shit occurs. <laughs> ah, some weird magic this lady has. Don't think mm-hmm. too much about it. <laughs> <laughs> and it is back to Tudgrak. He thanks you for healing him. He puts the bag of money on the table. I won't take it. I I, I hear what you're saying. I'll, I'll leave it here. I'll leave it here. All right, man. Good. And he agrees to go with you wherever you tell him to go. I tell him to go help me commit arson to burn down this building. <laughs> <laughs> and then Astro, we're back to you. Ew, boy. I'm going to grab the sword. It's my sword. And it's not dangerous or anything. Don't think that. But I should have it. And nobody else should have it. Do I have to make a check for that? Or is she dropped it so I can just have it, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to withdraw <laughs> it. And I'm going to cast Hedging Weapons 
I can manifest weapons that float in the shape of my deity's favorite weapon. I don't have a deity, but they are in the shape of this spiraled rapier. And basically they float and they provide me a deflection bonus. And I can also use them as a ranged attack by grabbing them and throwing them if I need be. But I'm for now, I'm just casting this as AC while I wait for Patty to lead us in this combat question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Patty, it's your turn. So Patty thought this was a simple uh, bitch fight at a party and <laughs> is realizing some weird shit's happening and is feeling very over her head with all this magic and shadow stabbing and magical swords. So I think Patty is going to take advantage of this missed situation and is going to head for the door that is slightly behind Astra. So you're going to run past Astra to get out. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> I am running for the hills. Keep up. <laughs> are we running? We're hey, running. Patty, are we running? <laughs> We're running. <laughs> oh my God. If you are only moving this turn, you can move eight spaces. If you want to also take an action, you can move four. So I've moved four. I'm right in front of this door now. Can I go through it or is that going to... It is locked. No, motherfucker. Oh, I oh, I plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. Panic. Uh... I had fully planned on just running away and not facing any consequences for this. I don't know. Can I attack this guy that's over by me? Yeah, for sure. I'm too far away to throw beer at this guy. <laughs> He's out of the splash zone. So I'm going to throw my alchemist's fire. Awesome. We yeah, were just talking let's about do it. it. So, let's see. Oh, no. I did not do very well. Caitlin, I'll also have you roll a d10. And if you roll a one or a two, then you aren't going to hit this guy anyway because of the obscuring mist. I have rolled a seven. You throw the alchemist fire and you miss him. However, it does strike in the square next to him and explode. So he is hit by the splash of the fire. He was in the splash zone. So he does take one damage from that. (laughs) So now he's mad is what we're saying. (laughs) (laughs) You have agitated him. (laughs) Zelf, what would you like to do? So Johnny wants to start a fire. Is that right? Self, like, we can't just, like, leave this shop here. It's, like, full of cursed items, right? So? Anyone could just come in, like, we've got to, like, do something about it. Like, the cursed items are bad news. Johnny, what did we come to this Undercity for? Um, to deal with a cursed item? (laughs) (laughs) We came to get the meteorite, and we've got it. It's time to go. I'm sure this other city is full of shops, full of gnomes, no. full of cursed items, and no. we can't deal with them all. Oh, no. Johnny's like a disappointed puppy, like that's been told, like, no, you can't tie up this quest right now. Self <laughs> has his arms crossed. He didn't even consider that Johnny would be like, what, it's full of cursed items? Let's go. <laughs> that was my first instinct. I'm like, no, God, Zelf, no. <laughs> we have to burn down the whole undermarket. <laughs> All right. But if we ever get it stuck in a time loop, Zelf, like, we should burn this place down next time. Just saying. You two are the most qualified of our group to light a fire. <laughs> Penny is the most qualified person. 
Delightful. You think more so than a chef and an ifrit? <laughs> the, the, the famed arsonist. It's bombs, thank you. Yeah. Not arsonist. I think the ex-revolutionary is just slightly higher up than the actual fire person. <laughs> Self is kind of looking around. Is there anything in the shop that looks like it's used to light fires? Zitrix, the chaotic evil god, one of his domains is fire. So I'm sure that there are tons of shit around here that will catch on fire for sure. Johnny settles for just, yeah, cutting like the Zitrix emblem down and like spitting on it <laughs> rather than. Self considers that it might help cover their escape for there to be a fire. And he's like, now wait a minute. Fires have merits. <laughs> Even if they don't stick around to make sure that every cursed item is destroyed. So is there like a lantern he can tip over or a box of fireworks or, you know, tinder twigs or something? Definitely. Yeah, you can find a lantern and catch it on fire. So Zelf does want to start a fire. He'll say, fine, just one, and then we're leaving. Thanks, if I can Zelf. push a box over and then light that on fire, that sounds great. Yeah, we don't need to do too much. Right. We just need to get it going. Yeah. Where is everybody going to be when you start this? Oh, we're going to be ready to leave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Astra is, and she doesn't know what the fuck's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the positions that you are now, but prepared to leave. Zelf is prepared to jump into the obscuring mist to help cover their getaway. Cool. So, Zelf, you gather a bunch of flammable looking items from around the cursed item shop and set them all on the table centrally located in the center of the shop. You grab the lantern with the fire burning inside of it. Uh, with everyone prepared to run, you smash it over the flammable <laughs> items on the table and they light yeah, up. With a flourish. <laughs> and then we run. And I, I invite Todrick, the dwarf, to come with us. Oh, we cool. stole from him. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> right before we get out of there, Zelf is going to yell. Oh no, Snippet lit his shop on fire. <laughs> what a dastardly gnome. Astra and Patty, from the center of the mist, you hear a voice from outside of it yell, Sorry, Oria. And then you hear like a clink and like a sound uh -oh. of like even more smoke entering the area. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, I thought those were snakes. I was really scared for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of like the magical purple mist that you've created, Astra, this is like a thick, opaque <laughs> smoke. It's of a natural origin that starts to co-mingle with the mist that you've created. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Patty and Astra and the black cat are all going to need to make fortitude saves. What? Was it knockout gas? Oh, no. <laughs> as long as the cat's going down with us, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I will remind you that I am a half-elf and therefore immune to sleep effects. Yes. So if this is knockout gas, uh, <laughs> Astra's going to fake like she's been knocked out. So Patty's going to make her fortitude saving throw. It's going to be a 15. Cool. I'm going to have you guys make a second fortitude save. <laughs> so, Jenna, you are immune to this one. Fuck yeah. I'm going to do better this time. That's the spirit. Nice. Oh. And she oh. did. Fuck. That was Nat 20. Beautiful. That was the cat. Uh, that's the cat. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, 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 oh,
<laughs> Incredible. You're a rat living in a black cat's world. Oh, oh Patty's oh. fucked. Oh, all this beer. Kind of waste. A bunch of things happen all at once. <laughs> when the smoke bomb hits the ground near you guys and releases, the smoke is just sort of like thick and choking. The first save that the two of you f- both failed staggers you. So that just means you can either make an action or you can move, but you can't do both in the same round. The second one, Astra, you are immune from, so you don't have to worry about. Caitlin, you f- pass out. You fall asleep <laughs> oh, for one no. minute. So you are on the ground. Guys, I'm so small. Please don't trample me. Uh. <laughs> Astra, you can kind of see this out of the corner of your eye when (laughs) Patty rolls a a natural one, when she royally is screwed. You see the black cat, her eyes already yellow. They glow like golden as if she's powered by this massive failure. Interesting. (laughs) Cool. Feeding upon my failure. (laughs) And it is Johnny's turn. It's basically just like a maze of alleyways, right? To the right of Johnny is the Thieves Guild agent who is blocking you from heading north. That's where you entered the black market. Oh. If you were to head left into the mist and down, that's where like uh, all of the shops are. So Cligbert, the man who was choked by the necklace, the exotic <laughs> animal vendor, they're both <laughs> to the left and, and south. So you've been to okay. both of those places and are familiar with it. Beyond that, you haven't really explored too much. Oh my god, that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Zelf starting the fire, right? So I'm stepping out into the mist. Keep in mind, well, I guess you wouldn't know this. I was going to say, you might if you step into the mist, you're going to have to make a roll probably, but you, you guys just don't know that. You think it's my beautiful, friendly, obscuring mist that only makes you miss stuff. What? We don't even know you can do that, so we're probably just like, what's this weird mist? She's done it before. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, you did. Okay. And our teamwork forging <laughs> mission. Some great teamwork. In that and that mission. only made us roommates level, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to believe it now, Astra. I'm starting to believe it now. Uh, Johnny will um, say, look to the Thieves Guild guy who's standing in his way, and I'll say, please stand aside. <laughs> Citizen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please stand aside, citizen. <laughs> the Thieves Guild thug, he just kind of crosses his arms and is like, Our business is with Patty Hertz. Move along. Oh. oh. Patty's my friend. So, Roommate. any business you have with her, you have with me. So, please move along. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> you can see he kind of starts to reach for his dagger, Johnny. Oh, now wait, like, I'm sorry, I'm in, like, a battle lust right now, so, like, everything kind of, <laughs> like, you know, like, every nail needs to be hammered in, so, like, I'm gonna try and roll diplomacy, dude, to see what you're about, and, um, maybe we can get to the bottom of this, what because, like, right I want to know what he wants from Patty. Oh. Some very important people here in the black market have business with Patty Hertz. It's best uh, just let it happen. They've paid good money to have the Thieves Guild arrange a meeting. Is there any possible way to infer whether Patty is meeting somebody who's her friend or who wants to get street justice? (laughs) 
I make like a sense motive check? Or is this guy like he doesn't know he just got paid to do it? No, this all seems really above board. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this guy is just a low level thug zelf. I don't think that he has all the knowledge that you're looking for. But the fact that he's a low level thug, you're not deriving any knowledge from that. Zelf is really out of his element. This is a friendly business low-level thug. (laughs) That's how all my friends set up meetings, obviously. (laughs) I have sent a lot of thugs to your house, Caitlin. All right. Well, I don't really want them to take Patty by force. Thank you. I I appreciate that. (laughs) When Johnny looks at Zelf like, is this guy legit? Zelf is going to give him the knock him over the head. Pantomime. Okay. <laughs> Johnny nods like, thanks, bro. <laughs> and, and, and then it's going to use Blade of Mercy. Um, and I roll a 12 for a total of, does a 19 hit? Yeah, not only does it hit, but you knock him unconscious in a single blow. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so this dude is down. Oria has a special ability where she can mm. sort of gamble. And I'm going to say even on her next attack. First, I'm going to roll a d10 to see if she can even hit Astra. And then she is going to attempt to attack with... She's got normal claws, but (laughs) they also have like little extenders on them as well. Um, So she rolled an odd, so she doesn't get any bonus. And she rolled a 17 to hit Astra. So my AC is not great because I'm a magic user. (gasps) With the spell that I cast... She has a deflection bonus. Awesome. Yes. Uh, It provides me a plus one defection bonus. Perfect. (laughs) So, yeah, your your magic summoned weapon uh, sweeps in at the last moment and deflects her claws that swing right past your face. Yeesh. Tudgrak is just sticking with you guys. Astra, what do you want to do? Oh, boy. So I have almost certainly seen Patty go down, but I'm not a beefy Ifrit type. Hmm. So I don't think I can really pick her up and haul her away with me. But one of us could. This is so tricky because it's like I'm torn between (laughs) faking a sleep so that they take Patty and I, and then maybe I can get Patty out of here. But I think sleep doesn't last for very long. So maybe that's a a poor choice. Okay, here's what I'm going to (laughs) do. I am going to cast old person on this cat lady. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So it's going to last four rounds if it takes. Will negates it. Okay, and so if this succeeds, she'll paralyze and be frozen in place. She can breathe, but not really do anything else. This does not look good. Good. (laughs) That's that's what we like to hear. Ouch. (laughs) Exactly 16. <laughs> so we just... <laughs> she slides <laughs> at me and I block with my ephemeral spiral sword. And then I point at her feet to cast hold person on her whole body. And she just like dances out of the way. It's a fucking draw, Justin. What a waste of two turns. <laughs> it's on. It's on. The duel has begun. And I'm staggered, so I can't run. That's just it. Patty, on your turn, your sleep is very restful. Thank you. <laughs> nice. Just as far as Patty knows, everything's going great. So. <laughs> Zelf, what would you like to do? Zelf is going to call out into the mist. He's going to say, Patty? Astra? Ollie, Ollie, Oxenfried? We could use some help. Patty's knocked out. 
And I'm feeling a little woozy myself. That's not how you respond to the call. I don't think it's them. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Ali, Ali, oxygen free. Oh, oh no. I think it's them. <laughs> doesn't want to get lost in the fog, but he shoots Johnny a look and says, I think we need to go in after him. So he'll reach out, take Johnny's hand, and go after the voice. That's beautiful. <laughs> Great, so you're going to walk just straight into it? Yeah, I think Zelf is going to try to hold his breath. What about the poor Ella flute? <laughs> oh. It can't be more asleep than it already is. It's already asleep. This is like a canary <laughs> in the coal mine situation. <laughs> Holding your breath, you run into the smoke. Yeah, he wants to go where he thought he heard Astra speaking. Cool. With your normal speed, you can make it directly to Astra. As you get close to her, uh, when you're within five feet, you can see that she's standing next to the black cat woman, and they are engaging in a futile <laughs> battle with each other. Slap fight. <laughs> can I see Patty anywhere? No. You can move one more space, Paul, but moving closer to Astra at this point, she will get an attack of opportunity on you. The cat woman, not Astra, theoretically. <laughs> Well, theoretically speaking. Yeah, no promises. When I use my daredevil boots, which when I click my heels together, lets me get extra maneuverability moving through hazardous areas. Awesome. (laughs) And I want to make an acrobatics check to move through Aurea's threatened squares. Great. Uh, That acrobatics check is a total of 22. You succeed, sir. Excellent. All right. Well, they're having their, you know, rogue off or whatever, and Zelf scuttles by. Ideally, Zelf is going to pick Patty up and abscond with her, but he's not sure what the situation is. Can he find her at all? Zelf, you march through the mist in a straight line, emerging on the west side of the cloud. You did not find her unconscious anywhere along the way. All right. Uh Uh-oh. You see above you, lighting up in the sky, made out of pure electricity, just an emblem of the Thieves' Guild, which is kind (laughs) of uh, these three (laughs) daggers pointing (laughs) inwards. You see it on all of the thugs' (laughs) uniforms. And then, Johnny, it's your turn, sir. Can I use my giant sword as a makeshift fan to blow away (laughs) the smoke? You can do that, but I'm not sure how much of an effect it will have. Okay, (laughs) that's that's fair. I love that mental image. (laughs) A moderate Um, wind of 11 miles per hour can disperse the smoke in four rounds. Those are the official (laughs) rules, and I'm not sure that you can accomplish that. I'll Wikipedia some stats later. But uh, Johnny will do his self-dead and be like, all right, that's probably what I should do. And he's going to hold his breath, and he's going to... Actually, can I see the black cat lady from where I start? No. Five feet away is when your sight kicks in in the mist. All right, so I'm going to go... Move into the smoke, and then I'll see her. I'll see them battling, and then I will also battle against Catwoman. Awesome. What would you like to do? I will use Blade of Mercy. I rolled an 11 for a total. Does an 18 hit? It does normally, but roll a d10 and see if you strike her through the mist. Is she obscured? Yes. Oh, she's obscured! No! <laughs> I strike at shadows! God damn mist! We need to work on our team synergy. The dark black mist really helps her blend in with her dark fur, and she slinks right out of the way. 
she is going to channel her luck power at you and create a squirming grip. So she is going to <laughs> wait a minute. Ew. <laughs> She's going to imbue some bad luck in you and try to make you fumble your weapon. So this works <laughs> oh, as no. a disarm of your of your great sword, Johnny, at a twenty four. CMD is twenty three. Damn it. Ah. <laughs> awesome. Which is pretty high. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly higher than I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> so your great sword clatters to the ground. Oh, it squirmed right out of my grip. <laughs> <laughs> she staggered, so she can't pick it up, luckily for you. From the edge of the mist, Tudgrak <laughs> yells out, Johnny, where did you go? Can I come <laughs> oh, into the mist? No, so <laughs> I can't believe we picked up two pets in this adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Astra, it is your turn. Okay. A whole person. That's boring. You know what's not boring? Hideous laughter. <laughs> I'm going to cast hideous laughter on her. It afflicts this person with uncontrollable laughter. I mean, it's pretty much exactly what it says on the tin. They have manic laughter. They fall prone. They can take no action while laughing. Astra is going to say, I know you're a black cat, but do you want to guess what my favorite color is? It's purple. <laughs> she has hideous <laughs> laughter. <laughs> wow. Oh, and it's successful. Yeah. The best part about magic is that it makes people laugh at my terrible jokes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so she collapses on the ground laughing, prone. There is, like, just hatred in her eyes because they water. <laughs> so unhappy to laugh at that joke. They water because she's laughing so hard. Uh, that joke always kills when I'm doing the circuit. <laughs> Zelf, it is your turn, sir. All right. Zelf is going to keep looking for Patty, so he's just going to look straight back. Yeah, as you go straight down the alley and you leave kind of the central hub of the black market, you find uh. that in this corner, while the alleys do continue, they are not lit. <laughs> so you have reached uh, where it, it turns off south and you can continue going down that way, but you cannot see down that path. Stop me if this is metagaming, but would Zelf be able to see the burning fire from the alchemist fire that Patty threw? Uh, Yeah. But that was back, that was like in the mist. Okay. Uh, I thought she ran away first. No, she she just <laughs> hurled that out from the mist. <laughs> right. This is why I'm currently unconscious, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I think being dragged away. Self is going to move to the edge of the light and then light a torch. Cool. Johnny, it is your turn, sir. Guess the cat is laughing on the ground in front of me, and Johnny's like, "You really shouldn't humor her like that. She's just gonna keep telling bad jokes like that." I'm just gonna use uh, Blade of Mercy on the the prone cat. If I hit, I roll twenty five. So let's see if the obscuring mist. So gets that in does my hit. Way. I rolled a five, awesome. so I deal seventeen non lethal damage. Cool. So on the black cat's turn, she gets another save. Oh, no. If not, the creature continues laughing for the entire duration. So she's going to keep laughing like this for five rounds. So she's down and out. So she can't do anything but laugh. She's just like purple. <laughs> purple. <laughs> Tudgrak from the edge of the mist goes, Johnny, are you there? 
Do you have the meteorite? Uh, what? No, I don't have the meteorite, man. <laughs> Which is true. D- does your friend have the meteorite? Roommate. <laughs> he looks over at Astra. Astra shakes her head no. No, she's saying she doesn't. <laughs> Listen, the smoke is bad news. I'm on the other side of it. He's like, look, I, I'm not going to have you guys steal this meteorite from me. And he walks into the mist oh, no. tentatively. Oh, uh, He'll be fine. And immediately passes out. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. Astro, what would you like to do? Uh, she's bailing. <laughs> she wants to try to search for Patty because the fact that Zelf didn't find Patty as he was going makes me real nervous that Patty's not there anymore <laughs> and that that door that she was out front of opened and somebody dragged her in and we all missed it. I also don't really know what to do about that. So I'm going to fall back and cast light as I go and I do want to, as I'm passing by this door, try to open. Is it, is it still locked? It is still locked. Okay. Well, in which case, I'm just going to keep going. And with my light cast, sort of peek down either hallway to see if I can see Patty in either direction. Do I see her, Justin? Where's Patty? <laughs> you do not see her either north or south. And you can see pretty far. Both of those paths are pretty abandoned at this point. Your fight has really cleared a lot of the locals into their shops and little hidey holes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense. Astra's going to say, Johnny, she was right here. If she's not here anymore, then it means somebody took her. Should we stay and fight and try to find her or fall back? Obviously, I think we should try and find her. Yeah, I guess it wasn't really a choice, huh? That was not really. <laughs> no, that's fair, Johnny. You're right. I guess we got to stay and fight. Ew, so, boy. like, we could go back and ask the black cat, like, if they kidnap somebody, like, where they might take her. <laughs> Let's finish off the people who are still standing. Let's tie up the black cat. This is a good plan, Johnny. Now be my hands and go do it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. When we talked to the Thieves Guild thug, he didn't want to fight at all. Now that Patty's gone, can't we call a truce? Who do you think took Patty? I think it's probably these guys. That's an assumption. I have, truly have no clue. The guy's so. trying to kidnap Patty? Yeah, that's a solid assumption. If they were trying <laughs> to kidnap her and now she's gone, I think two plus two equals four here. I think I see somebody down south. I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> if Patty were awake right now, she would love all this attention being paid to her. <laughs> <laughs> So this is like a Thieves Guild sniper. He's got a <laughs> bow and arrow. He also is non-combative when he sees you approach. Hey, bro. So like, I'm looking for Patty. And I wondered if you knew where she might be. Because like, I can't find her anymore. And like, she's my friend. <laughs> the sniper kind of looks you up and down and goes, you one of her uh, her shadow and friends? Yeah, pretty much. So like, you know, it's a big deal. <laughs> Look, as long as you don't interfere with their meeting, you can come down to the Thieves' Guild and you can wait for it to wrap up. Like, she's not going to be hurt, right? You know, and I think, like, all bets will be off. There won't be any trouble unless she tries to cause trouble. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Patty's pretty reasonable, so, like, I don't think there'll be any trouble. <laughs> all right. No, I'm totally on board, dude. Let me go get my friends and then we'll uh, take us to the headquarters. Yeah? Cool. 
And then he runs back. Johnny, did you knock him out? <laughs> yeah, so um, they said that they've got her, I guess. And uh, we can, like, go wait. They just want to, like, talk to her. And they said if Patty doesn't cause any trouble, there won't be any trouble. And I figure if there is trouble, then we'll be close enough to actually help out. <laughs> See, when I said we should call a truce, you said no. When Johnny says Let's call a truce... <laughs> No, it's not really a truce to himself because, like, they kind of got, like, Patty hostage right now. And so, like, we got to be like, this is how we get closer, right? Uh, so, I don't. Are we, so, you didn't attack him, Johnny? He's right down here. Come on. Let's go. Okay. No, I'm. I, oh. Hey, Justin. I would like to see if I can tell where Patty went. Are there any clues? Perhaps a discarded beret? <laughs> oh, no. You can make a survival check to follow tracks. I would love to try that. And that'll be my last ditch attempt to do something before I just go with whatever Johnny's doing. (laughs) Uh, And I am going to add inspiration to that for a total of 14. You do think that she went south in the direction that Johnny went and ran into that sniper. You can see, like, just some beer <laughs> from her, her mug. <laughs> mm, yes. A little bit in that direction. You're doing the inspector thing. Mm, beer. This can only be Patty. Yeah. <laughs> he tastes it, and he says, I think that's her. Do the three of you want to then go to the Thieves Guild? I guess. <laughs> I mean, No. <laughs> no, I don't, but it does seem to be what Johnny has arranged. And so if they're not going to try to take her sword from her, then she will come peacefully with them. Cool. Or the meteor. I think it's too late to intercept whoever picked up Patty, unless we really just want to try to fight our way in there. Yeah. All right. So the three of you follow the Thieves Guild sniper back to the Thieves Guild hideout and wait for Patty's meeting to be finished. The Thieves Guild hideout is further south. Uh, It takes a little bit to get there. The exterior of the Thieves Guild is indistinguishable from any other structure in the black market, just an unassuming windowless stone hideaway. In the area right outside of the Thieves Guild entirely, you see like some of the Thieves Guild thugs are like running like a shell game out there. Playing knifey spoony. Justin, before we get too far, <laughs> Zelf does yep. want to let the Thieves Guild guy know that he thinks there's a fire in Snippert's shop. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody should probably know so the whole Undercity doesn't burn down. Hey, somebody should put that out. There's a fire sale going on in the cursed item shop, you see. <laughs> <laughs> The thug that's escorting you, he wraps a coded knock on the doors, and you hear the sounds of multiple barricades being unlatched. About a minute later, the three of you are ushered inside. The first area past the doors is a lounge of sorts. You're told to make yourselves comfortable here until Patty's done with her meeting. There's a couple couches to sit on, but like everything else in the room, they're falling apart and just covered in a layer of dirt and grime. Few of the guild thugs relax here and play cards. They don't pay any attention to you. While you guys sit and wait, Patty, you wake up in a bed. Oh. A, a pretty comfortable bed, but one that's not immediately familiar to you. Make a perception check. Okay. Is the bed, is it like leopard print? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's gerbil. <laughs> okay, I have uh, rolled a 22. Patty, you notice a couple things. You spot a hidden door Ooh. behind you, behind a chair. When you look down, you also see that you are wearing a jacket. It's oversized, but it's stylish. But it's also not something that you've seen before, but it looks cute on you. Something only a rebel would wear. You see to your left a bookcase and on one of the shelves is a collection of, like, newspaper clippings. And they are all Patty Hertz related. Adoring fans. <laughs> so you see how a bunch of clippings from your trial about how your parents testified that you were enchanted by Chet Drubilla's spells the entire time. <laughs> uh, how your parents got your case reassigned to a sympathetic judge. Image Windhorn, who's a familiar face in erosion noble circles. A lot of people think that maybe some strings were pulled. There's a newspaper clipping of the trial's ending, how you were the only member of Raid who was ultimately not sentenced to Bitterhold Dungeon for attempting to assassinate the man overseeing <laughs> the erosion resettlement office. I'm feeling a little attacked by all of this. <laughs> <laughs> By the news. You also see a middling review for your Ooh. performance in a Tad Polly Shore comedy <laughs> that you acted in in, in Neptis. <laughs> On the table right next to the Justin. bed is a current paper that details the Arrow Peak competition. And the front page is the Queen's speech announcing that Shadowin exists. There is an artist rendering of the event. And you are one of the people up on the balcony with the queen. Interesting. As you kind of get a handle on where you're at, Bruler walks in. The anarchimist, the tiefling who you've worked with in the past. (laughs) The anarchimist. Goddamn. Patty Hurts. Honestly, I never thought I'd see your face again here. Oh, man. So if, if I'm recalling correctly, Bruler and I were on like pretty good terms, right? Oh, yeah. Raid worked with him for all of their explosive needs. You and he had a good bond. You knew he was madly in love with you. He would shower you <laughs> with gifts. He was always trying to get you to settle down here in New Haven with him. Gotta uh, love him. But he wasn't really into Raid. He's doing his own thing, fighting power from the black market. Oh, interesting. But once Raid disbanded, I mean, you had no reason to return to the black market, and you, you haven't seen him since. Brewer, uh, fancy seeing you here. It's, it's been so long. W- what's going on, buddy? Oh, man, not much has changed here, Patty. I can't say the same for you, though, huh? It's a woman rat's prerogative to change her mind. So uh, <laughs> where exactly are we right now? Oh, this is the back of the shop. I guess you never saw it when you came in before. This is where I sleep. It's just lovely, Bruler. I mean, I never knew you had such exquisite taste in interior decorating. And I'm so excited (laughs) to get to spend this time together, hang out in your house, I guess. But, you know, the the funny thing is, I'm not really sure how I got here. I sent some people to ask you to come here, but unfortunately it looks like you put up a fight, which is... That's too bad, Patty. Bruler, you could have just sent me a letter, buddy. I mean, you didn't have to surround me in an alley with a bunch of thugs. <laughs> yeah, I just, I guess I don't know what to think much anymore. I mean, fact of the matter is, Patty, I kept up with your trial, uh, brainwashed the entire time, huh? Bruler, I hope that you know me well enough to understand that none of that was really me. I mean, you, you know how my parents can get. You know that I'm true to the cause. You know, power to the people, no exploitation, right? Right, I guess. It's just all your friends are in jail and you're not and 
you're standing shoulder to shoulder with the Queen of Berwyn herself. Is that the champion of a common man? You know, (laughs) true change comes from the inside, Ruler. I mean, you know that. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, I do know that. That's why it seemed like a perfect opportunity when I saw that I knew somebody inside of the government now, inside of Shadow, and thought uh, it'd be the perfect opportunity to send some people a message that uh, New Haven isn't Erosia's for the taking, it's not Berwyn's for the taking. I don't think we need to uh, get caught up in all of that sort of thing right now. Can't we just enjoy seeing each other again? That would have been nice, Patty, and I am sad that things had to turn out the way that they did, but... Hopefully, you know, we can have one last memory together. Oh, 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 oh. Patty's starting to get real nervous about her old friend, Bruler. (laughs) I've always got my ear to the ground, so I know that Shadowwind has a base up on the surface, up in that potion shop there. It's where they got their war room with Prince Erling. I think Patty Hurts is going to go on back to give a report about what went down in the black market today. How's that sound, Patty? Send a message to the prince for me. Oh, well, I mean, I do like to cause trouble, but but those days are behind me. I mean, I'm just trying to live a good life, fight for the common man from inside, and I don't really want to stir the pot too much. Mm. Listen, Patty, the jacket, it's lined with explosives. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of suspected that. (laughs) That's you and I. Head on up and... You can go into the that potion shop and tell him that Bruler says hi, okay? Ooh. Um, oh, well, I guess we could start that direction, but, you know, my feet really hurt, so we have to walk really slow. These shoes are so cute but so uncomfortable. You walk ahead of me, okay? Uh, any kind of steps out of your way motions you to move through the curtain into the main shop. Oh, goodness. Patty's going to walk towards the shop in a real exaggerated pinchy feet kind of thing. She's going to be like, oh, my bunions. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because all hot girls have bunions. Are they coming out through where we are sitting? No, they are not. So (laughs) (laughs) Patty is in Bruler's shop, which is not in the Thieves Guild. Uh, I'm on my own, guys. (laughs) <laughs> Could I possibly uh, stop and admire some of the wares and effusively compliment Bruler on all of his various items and such? <laughs> Absolutely. The other thing, Patty, it's been a while since this was mentioned, so I'm just going to also refresh your memory. The war room that he thinks that he is attacking is where Ergon and Clove squads went to set up a makeshift hospital. Uh, So all it is is like the crafter kids and the druid kids healing people that Castian is bringing to them. I was pretty sure that we hadn't talked about a war room. I had not remembered that it was in fact a nerd hospital. (laughs) Yeah, so he's correct that there are shadowing people coming and going there, but he is incorrect about the purpose. Holy shit. You know, Bruler, I, I totally understand where you're coming from with wanting to really send a message but you know we used to always say in raid it's not about just sending any message you got to send the right message right that's right and you know that we're all about helping the common man being one of the people and we want to focus 
our efforts on on those that really deserve it, right? That's right. So wouldn't you agree that it would be really, really off-brand for us to just blow up a bunch of innocent people, right? Innocent people? I mean, you think that these people are just gonna leave New Haven once they chase Erosia out? We're just talking in hypotheticals right now. <laughs> I mean, not like I'm cross-examining you or anything. <laughs> Taylor, just a... In theory, though, you wouldn't want to blow up a bunch of sick nerds. Maddie, <laughs> <laughs> make a diplomacy check. Kaylin, this is the most lawyer I've ever heard you be, and it is, like, <laughs> thrilling. <laughs> oh, Patty has come up with a less than stellar 10 on her diplomacy check. <laughs> Bruler says... Patty, I think that it's been a while since uh, you've been on this side of the law. So why don't you let me handle the messages and you just deliver them, okay? (laughs) Patty's done her utmost to talk her way out of this and it's not working. So, you know, I guess she's going to keep her eyes peeled, but she's going to go ahead and uh, toddle on out of the shop here. Excellent. Feet hurting with every step. (sighs) for listening to Burnt Cookbook Party. This is a pretty brand new podcast. We're still early days here. And I just wanted to thank everybody who's been posting on social media and who left reviews on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It really does mean the world to us that you're enjoying the show and that you're helping other people find the show so that they can enjoy it too. Uh, If you haven't done any of that yet, it would be a cool thing of you to do. And if nothing else, you know, if you're enjoying the show, you know, if you laughed or, you know, got worried about Patty right there at the end, then uh, maybe tell a friend that you're enjoying it. Let them know that this is a thing that you dig. If you happen to notice that last week's episode came out a day early, that's because I fucked up <laughs> and hit publish instead of schedule. And you would probably already know that if you follow us on Twitter at BCB Party, because uh, I posted about it immediately once I realized what I had done. Uh, you can follow us there on Twitter. If you want to contact us, you can email us at bcbparty at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Burnt Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Brightchild, Caitlin Stadahar as Patty Hertz, Paul Lukemeyer as Zelf the Elf, me, Jenna Stever as Astra Blup, and Justin Green as DM and World Builder, executive produced by me, Jenna Stever, and this episode edited by Jenna and Justin. Hey, have a good evening out there. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.